Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Music in Our World podcast. I am coming at you solo today. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that has been uh, a consideration of mine. I don't know, I guess always, I guess as as any, um, really anybody uh, working can can probably relate to, but I know a lot of musicians consider the aspect of travel when they are looking for, you know, work, are they they're considering taking a, a gig or, um, you know, weighing the weighing the costs and the, the pros and cons. Uh, but I, I travel a lot, uh, and by a lot, I mean, you know, just to get to where I, I teach music every day, basically every day during the week. Um, is about an hour uh, driving. So um, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I just uh, I think it's it's an interesting topic uh, because you know when I've talked with my um, my friends about it before, they all have very different and and interesting takes, and I you know every everybody I've talked to has you know valid concerns or things that they consider. Um, but also, I think it's it's just good to, to think about, especially if if you're a musician or if you're considering doing any significant amount of freelance work or you know being a being a horn for hire or, or however you want to call it. Um, it's important to consider the the aspects of travel. So, um, just I get where I'm coming from in this is uh, you know playing playing drums there's a lot of different genres that you could reasonably take part in. Uh, for example, probably my first, I, my first like really big gig and that was, that took a lot of time and required a lot of travel was uh, playing with my buddy Jack Nelson, who's a, a great singer, great songwriter. He's, he's got his, his band and they, they tour the country and play really great music at really great places. And, um, so I kind of like to, I like to start there whenever I think about, you know, when I discuss travel with people, um, you know, and that's, it's sort of like next level travel, but it's, you know, it's, it's actual touring. You know, we, we load up, we, in those days, we loaded up Jack's truck and his travel trailer, and we would drive from where we started, um, where the band formed in Huntsville, and we'd, we'd go over to, you know, Midland, we'd go to Waco, we played a festival in San Antonio, um, all, just all, all, all around the place. And uh, my experiences with that are completely invaluable. I don't think that I would be who I am today if I didn't sort of get that experience and have those, have those stories to tell. Um, you know, especially, especially let's, you know, country music in Texas. Uh, it's, it's obviously very, very popular. And if you know what you're doing and you are good at what you do, um, you could, I wouldn't say easily, but you could reasonably support yourself uh, just playing country music. Because there's a lot of people that love to hear it and they go out on a Friday night, Saturday night and go dancing, have a good time. And so, you know, there's there's a market for it. Thing about it is, depending on where you're, where you're from, where you're starting from, where where home is, I guess, 
and how aggressively you're booking and who you know, um, you know, there might be, especially in Texas, you know, there might be a city six hours away from you that would love to hear you play and it's going to pay you a decent, a decent rate, uh, tip you in, maybe get you a, a couple drinks at the bar and just show you a good time. You know, be, be very hospitable and very fair in my opinion. That's some of the most uh, consistently well-paying and uh, uh, welcoming environments. And I'm, I'm not a country dude by any stretch of the imagination and I never, I never really like acted like a country dude or dressed the part, but everybody I met was always super nice. No one was like, you know, how come you're not wearing Wranglers? How come you're wearing jeans that, that fit a little closer? Well, yeah, you know, that's just me. Um, but that, it, it never came up. I just went, went there and threw down some, some drum parts and had a great time. Um, but I had to ask myself, every time, you know, because Jack would call me up and it would be, uh, I think one of the, the first, the first places we, like Livingston was, I don't know, between 30 minutes and an hour away from, uh, where we were with, you know, with loading and, and, and driving and stopping for gas or whatever. Um, and so I had to ask myself, man, do I want to, do I want to sit in a truck with, three other sweaty dudes and then go play a smoky bar and you know what I'm, I'm glad I did it I, I don't think that it's that kind of thing isn't for everyone but I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of soft you know I think that if I can can have a good time if I can kind of do the mental gymnastics it takes uh, just realize that there's there's a lot of good people that really really enjoy that music and are def are willing to to support people that play it. So um, that that part meant a lot. But I'm thinking, okay, I'm probably not gonna sleep very well. I'm probably not going to eat very well. I ate a lot of strawberry puffs, um, little, little chewy gummy candies uh, when, I was, when I was playing with Jack. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things, you have, to, you have to think about it all the way through. You know, if you if someone offers you a show really far away and a and a convoy kind of thing, um, you know, think about are you are you driving? Can you can you at least rest a little bit? If you need to practice, can you practice? If you need to space out, can you put some headphones on and space out? Um, and it was it was always it was always a good situation with Jack. You know, even though sometimes you end up in a, a dodgy part of town or you know you couple times if like the truck explodes or an axle falls off or something um, but it's it's some of the best stories that I have are from those days when you know we, we ran out of gas or we got a flat tire in the middle of nowhere and we had to wait you know two hours just sitting there on the side of the road um, but it's just it's I learned mandolin actually on one of those days played mandolin for the first time uh, we, I think we even wrote a song. I don't know if we ever actually finished it or, or whatever, but um, it's just, you, it's hard to get that, um, it's hard to get that kind of experience just doing, uh, just doing close shows. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with, with that. I mean, it's sometimes it's more convenient and if you can make enough money doing it, sure. But, you know, if you're, if you're offered a, a show with some travel, um, 
especially via road trip. Man, it's it's worth it. At, in the, at the end of the day, I would say it's it's definitely worth. Um, you know, I, and I'm I'm a I'm a tall-ish dude. I don't know. I'm I'm six one. I don't really fit in most vehicles comfortably. And you know, if I got if I got shotgun, it's great. Uh, if I didn't get shotgun, like. I ended up sitting next to a broken window and a flapping garbage bag or whatever. Um, but just kind of just kind of learn to roll with it. It's very much a. It's the same as all of music and all of life, really. There's going to be some things that are are kind of hard about it. Um, but I, I've this has definitely been on my mind. Um, over the last couple of weeks as we uh, prepare to go on tour with with Zero Detail. Um, see, by the time this comes out, we may be... We're st- I think we'll still be a few weeks out. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a couple of podcasts in the bank, so kind of thinking about uh, how to release those. But I think by the, by the time this comes out, we won't, we won't yet be on tour. Um, but it's... I'm, I'm really, really excited to that. I know it's going to be... Um, I think our first our first show is like Houston proper, and then we're going down to like Corpus Christi. So we're we're doing the tour thing kind of right off the bat. We're we're uh, playing the show and then packing up and getting out of town um, post haste even. But um, so if you if you can if you can get some of those gigs. You know that that are that are an hour or two or six hours away if you're in Texas, away from home. Um, and there's any possible way you can work it out, and you're maybe apprehensive about it. Just just go ahead and do it. Um, you know, the things about like I'll cover this a little bit uh, later when I get to talk about some of my teaching stuff. But the time away from home, you know, getting just getting out and seeing something different is. For, for a lot of people, I think, uh, is, is very therapeutic, and it helps to sort of shake the cobwebs out and, you know, rekindle a, an inspirational flame if, if, it's been, um, if it's been getting burnt out. Um, I know, and, and it's not everybody has the opportunity to play those, but if, if you can work it out, uh, you know, if someone offers you something, say... You know, at least at least consider it. Think about you know, it'd be great to get out and see some new places and play for people you may ne- never played for before, and and indeed may never play for again. But you know, if if you enjoy what you do, it's it's good to get out and experience the world and and share that with people. And then you know, as you as you create more, you'll have a lot more experiences to draw from than you would if you just kind of stayed in the same zip code. But. Um, just something something that I always like to tell people to to consider, um, you know. And it doesn't always work. I've had to turn down um, tours before. Uh, actually, you know, I left I left Jack's band because I got a, a full time job teaching. You know, I was a band director, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna leave Thursday night, and we'll probably come back the next day." Yeah, I have class Thursday, Friday, and Monday and Tuesday. So, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to meet you somewhere on the weekends. But 
sometimes it doesn't work out, especially like if you're teaching and you have a pretty solid schedule or if you have a, a full-time job where you, you're not offered vacation days or, or uh, you know, paid time off or even unpaid time off. Um, so it, it's not always possible, but um, definitely something to consider. Um, but the, the other thing about um, travel, so I also relate traveling to when I teach. So when I, when I first started, I guess, teching just as a marching band technician and um, I was in college and you know I'm 18 or 19 um, and I had a friend who was kind of going back and helping with his high school and you know we were we were super close so he was like hey you know this dude plays bass drum if you need an extra set of eyes um, maybe he can work with the basses and I'll do the the upper battery and you can take front ensemble and I, I think that's the deal we had for a year or two um, so I got to sort of hone my craft as a, um, you know, as a, as a base, baseline instructor and just general teacher person kinds of things. Um, but that gig was an hour away from school. Um, and then there was the extra time commitment of, you know, not only the travel, but you're there kind of late into the evening and then you've got to drive all the way back to school and then continue your studies. So. <laughs> it's if I think most of the people I think in the marching band world if you do get a tech spot you know if you're let's say you're in college there's only you know two or three jobs to be had in your immediate area because there might be a local high school uh, but there might not be so you might have to, to do some traveling to to find those opportunities but um, just like going on tour with Jack I had to sit there and think about it I was like okay I got, I got offered this gig and it's, it's not a lot of money and sometimes it's even, you know, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you travel with the band and, you know, ask questions of the, you know, full-time band directors and sort of get, get really good field experience that way. Um, and so sometimes you might not even take home any money from it, at, at first at least. Um, so it's, it's something to consider, you know, is this worth... Is this program worth it? Are the people that I'm teaching with, are they worth the, the drive and the extra stress and that? Um, but I, in the end, I think most times it's, it's yes. You know, even a program that maybe isn't super developed or not very successful from a, you know, a numerical standpoint, there's always so much to learn. Um, and if you're willing to, to take that step and drive a little bit, um, it's, it, it's super, super helpful. I know in my musical career, um, my willingness to travel has opened up a lot of doors that would definitely have stayed closed had I not. You know, when I was in college, I was, I was actually studying as a composer. So there was not any sort of education component. There was not any student teaching. Um, you know, as far as teaching band goes, I wasn't I wasn't even studying percussion. I was kind of learning to teach percussion in the field. And I had my playing experiences to draw from, but I had the, the people that I was teaching with were always super helpful and very supportive. And, um, you know, it, it helps them if their techs know what they're doing and that is a cohesive approach. So um, I got used to you know, working on a team and, and learning from people a lot more experienced at, um, than, I, than I was. And so, um, 
in that regard, it was definitely valuable. And, you know, I was, you know, if you're 19 or 20, if you're especially if you're either getting financial aid or you're getting help from mom and dad paying some bills um, and you can you can stand the the hit to your gas tank and your wallet um, it will pay for itself later because once you get some experience maybe you know you you win a couple of caption trophies or maybe start learning how to to write for different ensembles um, you know it's worth it as far as you know band goes um, not having a, a a lot of experience in um, other realms with this as far as like traveling to teach goes um, you know I, there's not really a marching band analog for you know your orchestra or your choir but um, I think that if, if you have if you can develop a relationship with a full-time director to maybe at least go observe you know if they've got time or uh, any sort of extracurricular singing or um, you know, string ensembles, like maybe, you know, help with a, a, a bass sectional or help with the, uh, the violas, you know, if they're, if they're rehearsing after school, even if, you know, if you can't get in during the school day. Or uh, another thing that I, that I kind of got, uh, got my feet wet in during school was private lessons. Um, it's kind of the same thing. If somebody that plays the same instrument that you teach is already teaching in the area where you're at school, um, well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to travel some. Uh, and it's worth it. I mean, the you, you get used to the distance that you have to go. It just becomes, you know, part of your day. Uh, I know I know for sure for me, I, I know the roads that lead to the private lesson studio where I work, I know them pretty well. And I don't even really notice how long the drive is anymore. Uh, just because I've learned so much and grown so much as a teacher and as a musician um, from my experience. And I, I had to think really hard about going back, um, you know, once I, once I kind of left the retail world, um, actually for that, for another, you know, for my big, my bigger teaching gigs that I've had in the last couple of years, um, I had to think about it as like, well, I know I just drove all the way across the country for a teaching gig. Do I really want that to be part of my daily life? And just the the connections that I've got, and the again the experience and the growth that that I've found uh, at, at this particular place, I think is is worth it. And the, the the travel allows me to do lots of things. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I uh, actually record several podcasts on the way to and from. Uh, teaching, I can do so hands-free. I'm not. I'm not being unsafe. It's just like you know, singing to the radio, except you know, I've got a microphone turned on, and that's pretty much it. Um, but it's it's worth it. At, at the end of the day, I think the 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 main takeaway from is it is it worth it? You know, I think for most of the time it is, and it may not seem like it at first. I know when I started, I. And I think there was probably a couple of times where I was like, hey man, I'm out of gas and I want to go home the next weekend, so I don't think I'm going to make it to marching band rehearsal. You know, as long as you're communicating and, and doing your due diligence, you know, you know, do, do what you can, but try to make it out. Try to, try to, especially if you're in college and, you know, you're not yet out in the professional world, uh, try to get some traveling done. 
try to go somewhere else and meet new people and and teach or if you're if you're looking to play some gigs um, you know find some gigs outside of your immediate area it will it will serve you well and even if you you know only do it once a year if you only play a, a non-home show once a year it's it's definitely worth it um, so that's I man the I wish I had had some uh, some reassurance when I was in college because it, it it gets rough it does for sure it's consistent consistently traveling to play or teach um, but it's really it's really really wonderful um, and I know that there's there's a lot of people that are either done with college or maybe didn't even go to school for music and maybe want to pick up a gig or two here and there or people that are kind of in my boat where they're they're freelancing and you know you've you've exhausted some of the options or or all of the options or there's not any places to play you know for for pay at least um, that are anywhere nearby uh, sort of the the professional side of things after after college um, yeah and it's some of my some of my favorite gigs uh, are, are those that require travel um, my my current I guess biggest teaching role um, right now is, is in Virginia obviously I don't live in Virginia um, but last summer or this this summer I guess in 2019 I decided it's like okay I'm going there but I don't I don't want to take take the opportunity to or take the risk of trying to fly standby and being six days late because I couldn't get on or um, I didn't want the expense of a plane ticket so I was like fine let's you know let's let's drive um, I went ahead and just I, I drove over there and I have a couple of vlogs that sort of um, cover that and then there's a uh, a podcast episode that's already been released that where I talk about some of the specific things on that trip and um, you know how the how the kids and the other instructors definitely made the drive worth it um, so I mean that that was a complete shot in the dark um, that I ended up getting hooked up with this program but uh, I think it's been it's been really really great so far uh, and it would have been really hard to do if I'd been like well no it's too far um, you know I think if, if there's a way to find a find to a way to make it work then then please do it you know um, a lot of my my composition clients and you know people I bands I arrange for or groups that I write for in general are are not here um, and it's it's you know some of that is remote connections like you know Facebook or whatever people that see me see my website um, but a lot of times I'll try to be like okay if I'm gonna write for your band I want to I want to come up and see them like I want to I want to meet the kids that I'm going to be writing for I want to meet the ensemble that I'm going to be um, creating music for so that I can do the best job as possible and also just to have an excuse to meet new people so um, the my my thoughts on on travel I think are, are just they're really straightforward and my experiences have been mostly good uh, you know aside from I don't know one or two venues when I was playing with Jack 
stiffed us and tried not tried to not pay us and we ended up getting it worked out but you know the you know you you spend a day or two and maybe you sleep less than you prefer or you you don't get to eat as fancy of a meal as you prefer um, it's just it's worth it and I think it's one of the things that helps professional musicians become professional musicians um, so um, I would definitely love to hear y'all's thoughts on on travel and uh, you know a lot of these stories were sort of anecdotal but I think they are I think they're telling um, and I do there are a couple of caveats I want to mention um, when I was shopping for shopping for my first car that I was gonna buy for myself um, I was like I have to get I have to get a hybrid I have to get something that gets absurd gas mileage because if I'm gonna drive 50 miles back and forth to work every day um, I'm gonna not want to be in the hole on gas so I got a Prius um, and it was it was used and it has a giant dent in the side and someone keyed it um, you know, before I got it. Um, so there is that, you know, driving, traveling has a cost associated with it. There's no getting around that. Um, and even if, even if the financial cost doesn't yield as much of a gain as maybe a closer show would or a closer teaching gig or, or whatever opportunity presents itself, um, even if the numbers may not, um, the numbers may not work out so much in your favor as something closer, still consider it, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely not one to say, oh, well, you should travel just for traveling's sake, um, because that's that's not always a possibility. That's not always reasonable. I, I have had to turn down gigs, um, you know, like I said, with touring, when you know, the money wasn't going to work out enough to, to, to put me in the black for the transaction, or <clears throat> I would have to give up too much to be away from home for that amount of time or at that specific time or under that set of circumstances. Um, but, you know, for, for those things, I think it's, it's definitely worth considering. And, uh, you know, all of that is kind of having to do with traveling for work. Um, something that I've been atrocious at is just traveling to, to go somewhere and relax. Um, you know, I, I, I am offered the, the privilege of, of standby flights, so either low cost or, or free flights. Um, and I just, it's, it's hard to take up that offer because, you know, being, being in the freelance thing, if you're, if you're going somewhere and you're not working, you're just, you're not, you're losing money. You know, I don't have vacation days to uh, rely on. I don't, I have a, you know, modest savings from, from trying to, to start my own sort of business endeavors. Um, so it's not like I can just go hang out. But if you do have the means to do that, if you can travel, um, you know, spend a weekend two hours away. Take a road trip in, I don't know, go camping, get a hotel room, get an, or an Airbnb, or, um, you know, if you can go to another, if, you can, if you've got a friend who lives in another state across the country, just, you know, see if you can talk them into it, letting you crash at their place. Go, go spend a, a day or two somewhere else. Um, I find that no matter what, what kind of work you're doing, um, you, you don't even, it's not even you have to go and spend a bunch of money and see all the sites and be a tourist. Just physically being somewhere else is so helpful. Um, 
that I, I think it's 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 worth mentioning that side of things too. Even though I'm I'm struggling to be able to practice that all the time, um, but there's really it's 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 really fascinating how you know the trees in Memphis, Tennessee look different from the trees in Southeast Texas, or the the sky that is a completely different color blue a hundred miles west. You know, just just all things that I think are important to consider. Um, so, if you like to travel, uh, I'd love to hear some of your your thoughts and your stories. Um, hard, hardly any better way to get a good story than than traveling somewhere and being being somewhere else because because you, you got to go there, you got to be there, and then you got to get back. Lots of opportunities for for um, for good stories to happen. So. Um, I hope y'all. I hope y'all. You know, got something out of this. If you're, if you've been presented with an opportunity that requires travel, um, my advice and my recommendation is just consider it. I'm not saying absolutely yes, take everything, regardless of how far away it is. But, um, but just think about it. You know, if you if you get accepted in in a school, you know, if you're looking at college or or maybe even grad school, um, or even a trade school or an internship that would take you into a different city or a different state uh, or def- a different country. Um, you know, if you're if you're looking for the scales to be tipped, if you're still on the fence, then then do it. I say, you know, go for it because there's there's probably always going to be home. You know, not, certainly not for everyone, but there's always going to be a place where you feel familiar and you know where things are going to be super comfortable. Um, so if you can if you can take some time and, and step out of that comfort zone for a little bit, um, I think it'll help you grow a lot. So please feel free to uh, to reply or you know, shoot shoot me an email or comment on the blog post or hit me up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear what y'all think about travel and um, some of the good opportunities and good stories that y'all have. All right, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope y'all be good.